question it's Wednesday and sometimes Wednesdays I reflect Luke to somebody that you think is gonna be here forever is uh is an awakener to be honest I see things differently as well it's that um I guess that's the humility that death brings to you. Um, we all think we all naturally think we have that time with the, our loved ones and those who we deem worthy of our energy, you know. But in the morning of my brother's death, I am empowered more now than ever to affect those around me to tell people who are around me that I love and care for, that I love and care for them, and to show it more than just to say it. Because actions live longer than your words. Um, so, with that being said, for anybody out there that's uh, experiencing loss, whether it's your job, family, loved ones, etc., I highly recommend that you believe in yourself Stop beating yourself up about what has happened to you. If you could change it, you would have been in control of it. So being that we're not in control of things that happen to us, how we react to them, how we embrace them, makes all of the difference. We've all have experienced it more times than often not. And I'm just a messenger in this thing of life and spreading awareness to those who are suffering that although you may have lost the physical form of the person that you love and care for the fact that you can no longer see them grants and warrants your superpowers and knowing that they're around you there are angels surrounding you uh, there's places that you're probably about to embark on that they needed to become in the spiritual realm to have your defense, to have your back, to power you through this thing called life. We don't like to look at it like that, but for me it's what helps to know that I've gained a guardian angel. I've gained so many angels along the way of my life. 
that I can't do anything but reflect and be grateful for what has happened. Although I'm sad almost every day, it lets me know that I'm alive and that my emotions are still intact. It doesn't make me a weak person to say that I too suffer. I too am grieving. I'm still grieving, you know, but there's so much power in being transparent and being honest of with yourself, upfront with yourself, first and foremost, because uh, what a lot of us don't do is speak on it, on the pains of living with losing someone. Um, and I just want to be the bridging of the gap for uh, humanity, because we are so suffering and we don't say anything and we just harbor it within us, and thinking it's going to change, and it doesn't. It only seems to make things worse and heavier and harder. Um, So from me to you, from my heart to yours, understand that this process, this journey of losing someone, this process of losing anything in your life that you deemed um, forever with, it's okay to embrace that pain. It's okay to embrace all of the emotions that come with what you've lost. Um, But always be reminded that you should be focusing on what you've gained Versus what you've lost. Because what you've lost, you can no longer change. That is a part of the past. And nobody can go and change that. Um, So, be reminded that you're powerful in some of your most weakest moments. The fact that you may think that is weak is just what your body is telling you. But overcome it with your mind and knowing that maybe that pain is adjusting you for something greater that you're getting toward to embrace or to embark on. Maybe it's something that's preparing you for a life that needs a little bit more of a tough skin. Maybe it's an awakening for you to know that, hey, you still got this. A lot of us focus on some of the things that we can no longer change. I wish I could have my brother back. I wish I could change the fact that he's gone. But what's done is absolutely done, and I am no one to question fate. I'm no one to question things that are bigger than me, but I will remain in power and control of what I can do, and that's to impact generations after me. His legacy is forever going to live on in my blood. I'm doing this not only for me, but for his sons, you know, his siblings. I'm not the only sibling that he has, you know. It's family. I'm a part of the family, but it's bigger than me. You know, we're all grieving in our own way. We all are still searching for that that um, that completeness. And having him back would make a lot of us more complete. Um, but when somebody leaves you, it takes a piece of you with them. And to be honest, that is absolutely where I'm at in life. A piece has been buried with him. But instead of looking at it as something weak... Maybe the fact that I'm planted in the earth and more grounded now than ever because his death has awakened the power within me. His blood is pumping through my body. And I would never, never have his name go in vain. I never give up because of the fat, the sadness and the sorrow that I feel um, with losing a sibling. I now channel that and turn that power, that pain into power. And I want you, the next person who's, who's suffering loss, grief, or anything that is dear to your heart, I want you to know that you can power through it. But channel that pain 
in a way that it accesses your next level of life. It may not be easy, but it's totally worth it. Good days with Gwen. Good days with Gwen. Thank y'all for tuning in today. I got something to talk about. If you're interested, stay tuned. Stay tuned for what Good Good to Gwen has to offer today. I'm excited. I hope you are too. Welcome. Welcome. So yesterday, I watched Judas and the Black Messiah. Shout out to Nip Hustle on this one. What it feels like. The Judas and the Black Messiah. It it, it it took me to a place of information, of course, but trickled with a lot of 
lot of a lot of pain actually to go through this life and know your purpose a lot of people will, will fault you for it and that's what I believe happened a lot of people didn't understand this man's vision they didn't understand his method therefore he was casted out well, sometimes amongst his own people those who served under him and understood his passion and his dream and his legacy and his continuing it you know, you saw them in the forefront always. But there's always going to have those people that's in the background that's cheering for you, but cheering against you. And for him to be infiltrated by a brother who looked just like him, for his own selfish reasons, got this man killed, murdered, assassinated. Because when you're great, you get assassinated. And that's exactly what happened to any of these brothers that's becoming um, the Messiah in their own communities. Nipsey Hussle was a was a god in his town, of course, you know. Uh, Fred Hampton, of course, a god in his town. And Martin Luther King, a god in his town. Malcolm X, a god. Marcus Garvey, a god. A lot more black excellence that we don't talk about. Nat Turner, um, we have Darren Seals. Um, so many young brothers who have paved the way for a lot of us um, and sacrifice their lives because uh, knowing the truth seems to put you as a target, um, put a target on your back. And Dr. Savy, um, um, so many holistic doctors um, that have been in the, the loophole and helping to spread awareness of truth and light have been murdered, have become martyrs in our, in our, in our society. Um, we celebrate their deaths. You know, their lives are no longer um, here because of what they knew and what they stood for. It seems like the more you stand for, the more people are against you because to be proactive and to have a, a way of thinking that is revolutionary, it seems to be a threat um, no matter where you are. If you're out here trying to do better and you find the betterment in your community and you get people to listen, the more the more influential you become, the more of a target you are, and that has always been history. Sadly, the trajectory has yet to change because it's almost like um, it's almost like damn, damn if you do, and damn if you don't. Because there's a lot of people out here who are afraid to speak up and stand in truth because of what we see, because of what history has shown us. You know. Anybody who's a pillar in their community and trying to promote positivity and goodness seems to always be the bad guy or in the body bag. Um, we're all tired of experiencing this this loss. Um, and I always talk about death and grieving because we experience it so much with seeing people on TV who look like us and their demise is is plastered on the TVs day in and day out, on the internet day in and day out. People are glorifying the fact that a lot of us are being killed for whatever reasons. And oftentimes it's an unarmed situation. Oftentimes it is a not guilty situation. Oftentimes it is just the kind of dynamic that society has ruled around us that certain countries and people have a stigma at the sight of us. They believe what they've seen about us versus getting to know who we are as people. Um, civilians in the world look at us 
like we're we're we're, we're casted out, like we're black sheep. And you know, it's sad because it's in your same neighborhood. You know what I mean? Especially if you think different, or you're more positive than the next person. You, of course, you look weird to a, a, an environment that is negative and always uh, crab in the barrel mentality. Um, and to be an outsider, I understand all too much because um, from where I come from, there isn't a lot. There isn't a lot of of goodness that is coming out. Um, there is so much self-hatred and self-sabotagement that is ridiculous. But I speak on things because if we don't, nobody ever know. And sometimes you got to expose the truth for people who think that they know who you are. You know, people view me and think they know exactly what I'm about because of the locks in my hair, because of my vernacular, the way I speak, the way the slang comes out of my mouth. You know what I mean? I don't have a certain... Um, um, I don't have that typical look of a woman, you know, and people think, uh, whatever kind of thoughts about that, but I can't, I can't control what people are going to think, you know what I mean? My purpose on life is not to please people. My purpose is to fulfill my purpose and to help change the trajectory in generations after me because what we are experiencing is a whole lot of PTSD, a lot of trauma that nobody is really wanting to talk on or touch on, and we see it, you know, with our historical figures. They're all getting knocked off, you know what I mean? It's like we have hope, but then we got this rope that's around our necks each time we get to see one of us die on camera, whether it's George Floyd or Tamir Rice or Trayvon Martin or Mike Brown, Philando Castile. <sighs> so many. Khalif Browder. So many, Darren Seals, a lot of people who are being eradicated off of this earth because of just being the catalyst for change. You know what I mean? It's crazy that we all have to see it and experience it, but one thing about it that's changed me in a way to understand that it's power in us and we got to get it out before, you know, our demise, you know, all the ladies out there that have been taken away from us, a lot of our missing children. Everything that we're getting to endure and experience is is looking and happening to us. So we must look to ourselves to be the change that we want to see. Um, the government and everything else that comes with uh, assassinating uh, po- political figures or prominent people in the communities that, that, that serve us. And what I mean by us is, uh, is basically the poor, the brown, the black people who are have been... Um, Slaves for so long and currently still are to ourselves and to material things. That's a whole different topic and the same, but I just want you guys to know that The Black Messiah is a movie that we all need to watch and understand that there's a whole lot of power in us if we just seek change from within ourselves. And and, and don't trust. Sometimes you got to be able to discern who's for you and who's against you. The fact that that young brother was able to infiltrate the Black Panther Party and do what he did to get Fred Hampton killed is 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 like a cycle. We see that so often because there's a lot of people who believe in the conspiracies of the government having people killed. You know, it's always a scapegoat. Somebody's always going to be able to infiltrate um in a way, when you look like them, because that's exactly what the government uses. They use us against us, and we haven't 
noticed it yet. We haven't been able to figure out what it is we can do to have solidarity, to have a foundation of trust and truth with our own kind um, and humankind specifically, but for people who are in urban areas, uh, you know. So if you don't understand redlining, gentrification, all of these factors play a part as to why people are the way they are in their environments. Um, I know Fred Hampton was frowned upon because of the way he thought and his belief system, the way his was set up. Everybody didn't understand it, so therefore people was late to the bandwagon. But when people got on that bandwagon, that's when they got the attention of people who were like, oh, no, we cannot have unity. We cannot have um, a resistance and power to the people. You know what I'm saying? There was something about the power of people that the government is afraid of that we all have to try to chime into. Why is it that we're so um, a threat when we become united in numbers and doing something positive for one another? Why is it that we're always shot down for doing something good and common for the fellow man? Why is it that we're all just uh, target practice for some odd-ass reason out here? What is that? And if you're not questioning that, then you know maybe this podcast isn't for you, but at the end of the day, my message conveys to generations beyond me, and I'm here to let anybody and everybody know that if you don't stand for something, you'll fall for anything. Fred Hampton stood for us, and we should do the same and understand that unity starts from within. Your mind has to then change because everything around you is going to look like, ah, I shouldn't be doing this because everybody else ain't doing it. Do what your purpose is. Find out what your passion and your goal is and live for that and die by it. Good days with Gwen. Thanks for listening.
Like 
poison when this new jack swing And my bed is like a deck of cards Two black queens A nigga don't like me He just a fucking hater What you made last week I just tipped the fucking waiter <laughs> What that feel like Tell me what that feel like Nigga fuck your Twitter bitches Follow me in real life How you feel when that nigga got nails And you sit and comment and discussing on how you feel About another nigga shit Or another nigga tips Meanwhile I'm on the strip Fucking with your bitch Cut something in the sixth and dip The 160 bitch Don't fuck with me Trust nigga I'm sick Can't tag me Fuck nigga I'm it I'm it Watch this Watch this Heard niggas got beef got And they beef. see me on the street And don't speak Heard niggas dropping songs every week But they weak Yeah I heard about your deal Hope they keep the receipt Heard niggas out there saying I would be Memphis bleak Memphis funny how I talk So candidly on cameras But won't holler at family Only randomly After a few drinks Come my realest combos My handle on my thoughts Used to be as ill as Rondo's Screaming fuck whitey Forgetting I'm still mulatto Ain't reverend will I get to heaven He said hell if I know Hell if I know this shit